come in, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Figuring It Out with Josh and and Holly. I'm taking over for Pat this week. Yes, I've, I've been seeing him on social media, out and about in the in the wilderness. So, um, yeah, I'm jealous. Honestly, I want to get back out there in the woods. It's been a couple weeks now since our honeymoon. Yeah, they're living their best life. They're in the Smokies right now, um, climbing all the mountains, eating all the good food. Um, and it's kind of cool because they're actually going to a place that Pat and I have been to, and he actually referenced it in one of our past episodes. Um, if you have ever been to the Smokies or you want to get there, the best place to go is the quiet side of the Smokies, and that's Townsend, Tennessee. So mm -hmm. yeah, they are living it up right now. Um, and um, we are the, the show goes on. So <laughs> we are happy to, to give you guys a new episode tonight. And we are going to talk about something that is kind of relatable to us, and that is relationships. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. And I we don't really have like a, a script for this by any means, um, just a couple bullet points, but I'm excited to see where this will take us. Yeah. So, um, so I think we're going to start out um, and talk a little bit about how we met, just so you guys know. Um, so um, we met... Well, you, you want to tell? <laughs> yeah, and I, I just want to say too that um, relationships. Um, if you're listening to this, and depending on where you are on the relationship spectrum, or if you're not even on that spectrum, um, then you may not think this relates to you. But we're going to cover a whole variety of topics. So, like Holly said, we're going to talk about ourselves a little bit um, and our relationship, um, what we value from it. Um, I think what's going to be interesting is at the end we're going to talk about some things that if we could go back in a time machine, what current us would tell past us mm -hmm. and single us. So I'm excited for that little segment at the end. But yeah, so no matter where you are, relationships are a very interesting thing because they are the best things in your life and they can cause um, the, the, the darkest times or the toughest times of your life. And so wherever you are on that, um, we are um, here with you on that journey and we want to kind of kind of touch on all aspects of that so just keep that in mind as we're talking so yeah Holly can yeah. I dive into us? yeah so so we are um, you know we've been together now for coming up on three years pretty soon and mm -hmm. I guess well two I don't know something like that. We, we round up, you know, <laughs> two and a half basically rounds up to three. Yeah, it's basically so. like five years. I don't know. <laughs> you round it up to the nearest, I mean, 10, if you round it up to the nearest 10. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we met as, as you do, we met on an app called Coffee Meets Bagel mm -hmm. um, and kind of just, um, it was something that I'll have Josh share his experience, but I think we were both like kind of on the fence about even having it. And I know I was kind of about to delete it because um, I was just like, this is too scary. I feel awkward doing this. I've never done this before. Like, what if someone from like my work sees me on here? I'll be so embarrassed. It'll be the end of the world. Like I might just delete it. Um, and I feel like you were the same way. You're kind of like, you just didn't really. Um, 100%, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like when the apps first came out, obviously you had the ones that have been around forever, the eHarmonies and, um, those ones match.com but i'd say really towards the tail end of our college careers is when the apps started to gain traction and yeah it was never really anything that led to any big leads for me i would try it here and there um mm -hmm. and i was what you said i was just about at the point where i would download it. And for a couple of months, I would give it a try. I, I may have been on a date or two here or there, but it was never anything serious. And then I would go through a phase where I'm like, okay, this is just stupid and this is not going to work. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to quit. And I would quit for a couple of months and I would go back and forth with it. And right before we met, I was just on the precipice of, I'm going to delete this in that phase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're, um, you're at a wedding for one of your best friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, we met, I was right about to move back from Indiana. I just finished up a job as music therapist there and I was moving back to Cincinnati. Um, and I like downloaded the app. And that day that I, I met you before you were, um, you were like getting ready for that wedding. Um, so we were kind of both like super busy, ironically for like a couple of days, but we kind of like 
were like, oh, I'll talk to you later kind of thing. Um, and then we just started like really chatting and um, getting to know each other via text, which was, that was pretty cool to be able to do that before we even got to meet in person mm -hmm. to talk about like, just like goofy things. Like we talked about, like we both love SpongeBob and we both just love goofing around and like talking about life and just talking about funny memes and what's going on in the world. Um, and we just were really, it was just easy to talk to, to you. Um, and then by the time we had our first date, it's kind of like we already, it's almost like I'd already known you for a long time on our first date. Mm -hmm. um, but we met for the first time in person at um, a restaurant called Bones Burgers. And, um, and it was, it was so cool just getting to see you for the first time. I was super awkward. Like wow. I saw you walking up and I was like, so awkward about it. Cause you know, like when you're, when you're meeting someone in person and you like see them in the distance and it's like too far to like say hi, cause they can't hear you yet but you kind of see them out of the corner of your eye. So you have to like do something and then like pretend to be surprised when they're like right there. <laughs> and they're like, oh, hi. Oh my gosh, I didn't see you coming. <laughs> so that's what I, that was my plan. So he, I saw him coming out of the corner of my eye up to me, but I was like, oh, well, I'm just gonna like kind of fumble around like looking for something in my car really quick and then be like, oh, there he, oh, and he's right there. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm thinking, okay, she saw me and now she wants to leave. So she's getting into her car to exit the scene. <laughs> no, I was just so awkward. And then I decided <laughs> to leave my awkwardness for the end um, because when it comes to those things, I never knew like how you handle that situation. And I'm always just terrible at goodbyes anyway. And like, I never know what to do or say. Uh -huh. So I'm like, do I hug you? Do I just say like, all right, I'll see you. Like, do we just like kind of yeah. leave? I, don't, I didn't really know what to do. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I saved my awkwardness for the end. But yeah, it's it's crazy now looking back at how quickly um, things progressed. And mm -hmm. I have to give a shout out to uh, my friend as well. So Seth Treger, he's the one that introduced me to Coffee Meets Bagel. I had heard of the other ones prior to that. <laughs> um, but Coffee Meets Bagel was the one that sealed the deal. Um, and then our relationship moved pretty quickly, I feel like, uh, just because yeah. we we were so open and transparent with one another. Um, I got to meet your parents pretty early in the process, um, yeah. which some people were like, wow, well, already meeting the parents and whatnot. Uh -huh. um, but just because of our situation, it just, it lent itself to that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was such an important thing for both of us to get to know each other's families. Um, and then pretty early on, I got to meet Josh isn't like pretty much whole extended family. Um, yeah. In July after we met. So like, I guess that was three months after we met. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we really kind of like became family pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, that, I mean, that's something that's really important to both of us is family. So I think that really played a role in that. Um, and we're lucky enough where we both have like very supportive, loving families. Um, so yeah, I just feel really lucky that we were able to do that um, mm -hmm. and that they live close by enough to where that would be, you know, something that's pretty easy to do. Yeah. And it worked um, well with your family too, because um, we're obviously in Cincinnati and Holly's parents and most of a good bit of her family, I should say, mm -hmm. was in Cincinnati as well. So um, it's, it's been good. And then fast forward um, like a year later, a year and a half later, um, we got proposed at the restaurant where we met and then, mm -hmm. um, as you've learned through listening to this podcast, we just got married recently. So yeah, October um, 24th. Yep. So we got a uh, Holly Barkley on the podcast now. <laughs> Last time you were on the podcast, it was Holly Hankin. So I know. Yeah. I used one. to have a nickname. Well, Josh used to call me Hankers. So I don't know if I'll still have that nickname or if it'll be different. Barclay. I, I think what I should call you is, um, I hope Patrick is listening to this too. So when Patrick got married, we rented tuxedos for it. And Patrick went through the process of getting all of us uh, fitted or and like kind of the logistics of the rental process. And he told the person at the store that my last name was Barclay uh -huh. and they put on the slip Barkles. Yeah, so that could be Barkles. So maybe your nickname could be Barkles. Oh, okay. I like Barkles. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's a very uh, quick bridged version yeah bridge version um, <laughs> of our story um just so you kind of know where we're coming from but yeah. what i wanted to kind of hop into is with our relationship um what are the things that you think um that make a relationship 
strong. And it could be something you think about us if we're bragging about ourselves mm-hmm. um, or just in general, things that you value in a relationship. Um, kind of like just a couple of ideas. Yeah. Um, one thing that really stands out to me is something that I think your sister Mara told you a long time ago, like when we first started dating or maybe even before we met, she said that like when you meet somebody that's like the right person, it'll just feel easy mm-hmm. and you don't feel like you have to like go over the top and try to like impress them or, you know, be something besides just literally just yourself. Um, of course you have to put the effort in and it's relationships are work, but you shouldn't really have to change anything about who you are for that person. And it should just be easy. And you, you feel like, like, you know, they just love you for who you are. Um, so I think that's one important part about a healthy relationship is being able to totally, um, be yourself and not have to like hide certain parts of yourself from your partner. Um, what yeah. do you think? I, I really like that. And I'll, I never, I'll never forget the first time my sister told me that. And I was like, yeah, it, at the time it sounded really complicated. Like, well, there's always like nuances and there's this and that and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then I met you and it was like, oh, okay. It's almost <laughs> like you unlock a cheat code. It's like you plug in a cheat code <laughs> for a video game and then everything is like easier after that. Yeah. And that's not to say that like either of us are lazy in our relationship. It's just that like when you find your person, um, it's just like you're operating on the same wavelength. And I think we've all been in relationships or you can think of people who are in a relationship where it's like they're giving everything and not getting anything in return. Mm -hmm. Or it's just, it seems like they're never on the same page. Like there's always an argument over little stupid stuff or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, So I I, I really can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with like where you are in your life too, honestly. Mm Cause like, maybe like you'd be a good partner for them, but it's just not the right time, you know? So, and that's okay. And just like, it's just got to accept that and move on. And um, yeah, I think, I think we just happen to be really compatible and we are both at a good stage in our life where we are like on the same page, like really looking for the same things Mm -hmm. and yeah. And it just worked out so well. Like we just had the same like sense of humor and love for traveling like we had similar interests I think that's so important just to be able to be each other's best friends Mm -hmm. and share those things and like now there's gosh like whenever I do something fun like like if I have to go like if I go on a trip or see any tv show I'm like oh I just want my my um Josh my husband to be there um with me because then it's just so much more fun it like doubles the fun um when you're with that person Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there was something that you heard from church that was like, if you're with the right person, yeah, you'll yeah. say it better than me. Well, no, it's just, um, I was actually at the sermon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was one before I met you and they said that, um, when you're with someone with, when you're with the right person, they should double your life. And when you're, and, and when I say double your life, they double the, the great experiences, the happiness and the sense of reward and purpose, um, your passions, whatever it may be. If you're with someone that's not your person, they cut it in half. So um, you feel like you're not getting the most out of anything really, mm-hmm. um, which is really powerful when I heard that. I was like, damn, that's, that's deep stuff. Yeah. Um, for me, um, something that I think is really important in a relationship is First off, the, the uh, realization that it's not always going to be easy, right? Like you're going to have challenges um, either within your relationship um, or that you face together or whatever it may be. So knowing that that's going to be the case and knowing that when you have a challenge, how are you two going to approach it? Are you going to approach mm-hmm. it in your own ways um, or are you going to face it as one? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that can completely dictate how healthy your relationship is going to be. Um, whether it's coming up with a paint color for a room, yeah. um, which we've been, we've been doing, doing, that recently. Yeah, we've yeah. Been doing a lot of painting in the last week. We've gone, done three different rooms mm-hmm. in less than a week. Um, or whether it's uh, an illness. So maybe one of you are sick. Um, I went through a illness pretty much all of 2019 
Um, and Holly stepped up to the plate and really carried me through, across the finish line of last <laughs> year um, because we did it as a team. And yeah. I think that's something that uh, a lot of um, people can struggle with is like when, when it hits the fan, is this something that you want to take on because you want to seem strong? Um, is it something that you two don't see eye to eye? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times you can kind of pull apart from one another, but where it truly um, becomes something that you can overcome is when you two lean in and up against one another and go head on against that problem. Mm-hmm. I think that's hard for a lot of people, including myself. It's really hard to have the trust to be able to let go and mm-hmm. let someone help you. And I think for you too, because mm-hmm. we're both just like very um, hardworking people, I think, and we're both independent in yeah. and we want to be, you know, like we can take care of ourselves. but I think it takes a a lot of strength to be able to say like, I need help. Um, and especially, you know, when you're in a position where you feel really sick or upset or anxious, I think that's a huge thing to be able to say like, like I could really use your help. Um, so yeah, I think that's a really good indicator of a healthy relationship. If you're able to like, if both of you are able to say like, I need help right now, mm-hmm. or like maybe pick up on the fact that your partner needs help. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely want to say this because I didn't preface it that throughout all this conversation, and we say this every week, that we're not the experts on this no. and we're <laughs> literally figuring it out because that's the name of the, the podcast. Yeah. Um, and so this is stuff that we are trying to figure out every day. And um, there's days where um, uh, we are doing really well and there's days where I really suck at it and I need to get better. So um, I definitely need nope, to get better. Nope, yeah. not you. It's about me. Um, so yeah, just keep that in mind too, that um, wherever you are in this journey, uh, we all have our ups and downs with all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, something else and what kind of comes with that too is when I was taking my notes before this episode is I view relationships and more than ever with you and, um, and now in marriage mm-hmm. is it's like a daily subscription. Yeah. And I think that um, with relationships and especially the longer you've been in relationships, it's really easy um, to get comfy with that relationship because you get comfy with that person and yeah. they know you and you know them. Um, maybe you've been working the same job or you lived in the same place for a while um, and you, and we talked about monotony before too, everything kind of gets, um, in this rut, good or bad. And it's just kind of same old, same old. Um, but in relationships, the good ones, um, I I've learned are the ones where each and every day needs to be something that you are resubscribing to, um, or like engaging in, um, for that day and that day only, because, uh, you owe it to the person that you're looking in the eyes to make sure that you're um, seeing them in new ways and learning new stuff about them and those sorts of things. Yeah, that's a really great point. I think you can kind of get like stuck in a rut, especially if it's kind of a negative one, like mm-hmm. if it's stressful at work or um, you just get, I mean, things, life gets stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you have to make sure that you're doing things every day to make sure your partner feels loved and appreciated and you can switch it up too like maybe one one day you decide to have like an impromptu picnic at a park yeah Um, maybe one day you decide to order Chinese carry out and bring it back Mm -hmm. maybe you decide to um, make a fort in your living room and watch (laughs) Netflix on your laptop like just little fun things just to kind of throw in um, new ideas that keep it fresh mm-hmm. or even just like honestly just walking around the grocery store and being silly and like mm-hmm. getting something new that you never got before and cooking together mm-hmm. yeah there's so many different things lots of new things and if you have kids um, either finding new ways to spend time with your kids so um, maybe they teach you something or maybe you have a dance party I actually heard um, tonight on a podcast I thought this was so cool and I haven't even talked to you about this yet but mm-hmm. um, this couple said that what they do is when they're doing their dishes at night and their kids are about to go to sleep, um, they'll have a, a, a what or a dishwashing dance party. <laughs> and so the parents will be washing the dishes and they'll have like music blaring and the kid will like go around crazy, like dancing and they'll expend all their energy and then they're ready to go to sleep. And the parents have some entertainment while they're washing the dishes. So 
just little things like that. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to spend any money doing it, um, yeah. but just do those little things that um, make the relationship fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think having fun is such an important thing too. I, I, I guess we hadn't really directly said that, but like fun keeps things interesting and keeps things like exciting and um, even like boring things like doing the dishes, you can make that a fun experience that you look forward to. Mm-hmm. And you just have, it's just all about how you frame it in your brain. Um, like painting a room, you could make that if you thought about it, like, oh, I have to paint the room. Uh, I don't really want to. Then it's a way different way of framing it than like, oh, I can't wait to see like what this is going to look like. And I'm doing this um, with my best friend and we're listening to the music. And it, yeah, it's just all about how you frame it. Mm-hmm can make it a totally different experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one I have that kind of goes with this too. Um, And this is something that I try to challenge myself to do. And we all have bad days. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We have those long days at work um, or um, something's going on in your life or whatever it may be. And you just feel kind of crappy. You feel like you just kind of want to go to sleep or just kind of turn it all off, maybe even turn inward and not even talk to anyone about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my personal challenge, and I don't always succeed with this, but what I always try to do is those days where I'm feeling really crappy, it's like, what what can I do um, you know, to kind of make me happy or whatever it may be? And that's those those are the days where I like really try to like surprise you oh, yeah. or um, like go to the store and get some flowers or whatever it may be. Um, because like seeing you happy is like what makes me most happy. And so I'm like, okay, this is like a really good way for me to kind of get out of my rut and to make you have a good day as well. Like it's kind of like a win-win situation. So I guess that's kind of a challenge I have for you is, and then, and this doesn't have to be in relationships too. Maybe you're not in a relationship. Um, Maybe it's your mom or dad or a friend you haven't talked to in a while or whatever it may be. Um, But if you're having like a rough day, usually the quickest way to turn those around. Um, the easiest thing to do is to just kind of quit the day mm-hmm. and uh, like just kind like of check scroll out. on TikTok or yeah. whatever and like go inward. Yeah. But just do something small for someone and, mm-hmm. um, and giving <clears throat> is the best gift you can get. So, mm-hmm. um, that's something I try to do too. Well, I just, really had to try to not start crying right now <laughs> I was like oh gosh I'm told you made it this far I know yeah I'm, I'm impressed with myself I'm usually I'm a crier so <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> that's the last segment <laughs> stick around to hear Holly cry that's a little tease yeah um no I'm not I'm gonna try not to cry because okay. <laughs> okay. once I start crying I have a hard time stopping so I'm just gonna really try not to and then what I'll do too to make it really awkward is I just won't say anything when she's crying so there's a lot of silence in this podcast it's just like weird like sniffly <laughs> like wet noises <laughs> <Me cry. laughs> but um but one thing that you really reminded me of I, my notes are not as detailed as Josh's right now but um, when you said like when you're having a bad day and you kind of want to turn inward, mm-hmm. one thing to kind of like get to know about your partner and, and healthy relationships is like having a conversation about like when you're feeling this way, how can I best be there for you? Um, like, cause maybe it is just like having some time to yourself and that's what you need. Or maybe it's like, you don't want to be by yourself. Like you mm-hmm. want to talk about it or it just depends on the person, but it also depends on the day and the mm-hmm. moment. Cause it just, it just really depends on everything else that's happened that day and how you're feeling about it. So I would just add, like, even just ask and see, like, like, do you, do you just need some time by yourself right now? Or do you need like to talk about it? Or do you want to just talk about something different and distract yourself? Cause it's like, sometimes you don't want to talk about your day at work. You just want to like do something fun because you're just over your day at work. Um, but then sometimes you do and you want to vent about it and you want to talk about how awful your boss is <laughs> or like whatever mm-hmm. or how bad your coworkers are. Um, and you just want to like get it out and then you feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would just ask your partner, like, like what make you feel better right now? And sometimes the answer is nothing, but I like, I just want to spend some time processing it or I want to spend some time playing a card game or whatever it might be. Um, yeah. I love that point. I think that's so important to hear that because I think, um, like you said, everyone is so different in that. And like you said, I was thinking about myself when you were mentioning that, like how that relates to me. 
And I feel like mine changes by the situation you said that. And yeah. I am a weirdo um, in general, <laughs> and I'm a loner in general, um, and I'm an introvert in general. So I, a lot of times recharge my batteries just by kind of having a second to myself. Mm-hmm. We're going for a walk or something or a run or yeah. a hike. Mm-hmm. And I'm the person that like has no issue like going to a movie by myself or like I've done multiple solo uh, vacations by myself and whatnot when I was single. Mm-hmm. Obviously I want to do this stuff with you now, but there still are times where like I come from from work and I'm like really wound up and I just need to take a walk around the block like by myself. And I remember at first I was really anxious, like thinking of telling you that because I didn't want it to be portrayed as like, okay, I'm stressed. I'm going to like leave you and I'm going to leave the situation Yeah. and I can only be better if I'm not with you. I didn't want it to ever come across as that. Mm-hmm. So for a while, I, I didn't want to share it. Um, but then we had a conversation about it and it was a good, healthy conversation. And you're like, okay, like I totally get that. Yeah. And there's times where I'm really stressed and I just need like a hug or just like to talk about whatever to actually like talk about it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so know yourself and know what makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're in a relationship, maybe it's um, sitting with your partner and crying and eating ice cream. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's working out by yourself, Mm -hmm. but whatever it is, make sure you communicate that with your partner if you're in a relationship um, because they need to know you. um, So that way you can be your your best self and kind of Mm -hmm. take care of yourself. Yeah. And like, it's, it's hard and sometimes awkward, but like your partner can't read your mind. So you have to tell them what you're feeling and what you need. Um, cause if you leave them guessing, that'll kind of put some stress, I think mm-hmm. on yourself. Like, like you were saying, like you felt stressed about like, Oh, I don't know if I should tell her or whatever. But as soon as you told me, then it's just like, ugh, it's like a big weight off. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely had, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I've definitely had things like that too, where I've told you something and I'm like, Oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> Like one time I threw away an avocado that was totally fine. Oh, here we go. But I thought it was, I thought it was old. And then I was so nervous to tell him. And then as soon as Which I told him. Which is the him, silliest thing ever because I like I, it was a 60, <laughs> probably 65 cent avocado. And I don't give a bleep. Like I was so worried that that was going to be like world war three though. <laughs> Which is so unlike me too. Like we literally like never argued about anything. I know. We never, we never literally have never really had an argument. No. But I don't know. You're for some reason. <laughs> I was so worried to tell you. But yeah, once you kind of like tell, communicate, it's always like, okay, and then that's the first big step. And then after that, you just solve the problem. And you're laughing about it. Yeah. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> yeah. And, it's, and it's, it's good to know too, because like, I feel like we have a lot in common, but how we kind of deal with like grief or with stress is, I feel like it's very different because mm-hmm. you- I laugh you, it off. Yeah, like you laugh it off or like I'm you want- about it. And you want me to be around. Yeah. Where sometimes I kind of am like- um, Kind of like off in the corner or whatever it may be mm-hmm. um but we have really learned that about each other too so it's yeah. kind of cool um That's so cool yeah and i think what goes with that too is love languages and i got introduced to this probably five years ago now i feel like it was the end of college you probably know what this is when you're listening to this right now but if you haven't look it like up five there's five love languages yeah. and i'm going to forget them it's like uh quality time words of service of, yeah acts of service words of affirmation physical touch and gifts. gifts. Yeah. And so um, you have like one or two or you're tied for a couple, but knowing what your love language is, it's basically how do you like to receive love from um, those around you, mm-hmm. whether it's your partner or other relationships, very contextual. Um, we both happen to be quality time, mm-hmm. um, but you could be on complete opposite ends with your partner, but just know what yours is and know what theirs is because then you can, again, support each other um, the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if your partner is, they like words of affirmation and hearing things like saying like, Oh, I want like, like you're amazing. And like, these are the reasons why I love you, but you're just giving them gifts or, you know, then the gift doesn't mean as much as like probably the thought behind the gift for that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just get to know your partner and figure out what makes them feel loved. And then that way you can best serve them as, as their partner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, um, the biggest one when it comes to relationships, and this kind of goes with your first point when you're talking about uh, my sister Mara mm-hmm. is um, 
like shared goals and values. Mm -hmm. So you, you have to know, um, like with the person you're looking across from, what are, what are the things that make them tick and like, what are their values and what do they want out of life? And the, the rest of the stuff is fill in. So, mm-hmm. um, you guys don't have to like the same football team. Like I like the Browns. You like the Bengals. No, I like the Browns <laughs> and, and you don't have to like, you can like normal food and not like cottage cheese and pretzels. Okay. Getting personal. <laughs> and those little things, um, those are stuff you can discuss, uh, like we do, um, back and forth, like cottage cheese. Um, but the important stuff, like are you more focused on career or are you more focused on family or um, do you prefer uh, a night in or a night out or um, do you want to travel every single weekend or do you want to be on the couch every single weekend or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. and again those are all things that are here or there but the really important things you you have I mean you pretty much you're not going to have a, a successful relationship unless you guys are kind of on the same page for those, those top tier things. Mm-hmm. You can try to make it work and yeah. you may, it, it may work on paper, um, but you're not going to get the most out of that relationship or the most out of your life. If you're compromising to a point where you two are both kind of living a lie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Compromises are going to happen in relationships and they need to happen in relationships. But um, if you guys are on complete opposite ends of like the most important things, like having kids, for example, then yeah. it's just not going to work. And it's not fair for either person because mm-hmm. you kind of both feel like you're disappointing the other person, mm-hmm. probably, mm-hmm. I could imagine. Um, yeah. And like you said, like career oriented versus family oriented, obviously it's like a spectrum. So, you know, you're probably to some degree focused on your family, even if career is really important to you and vice versa. But um, but yeah, finding that person that like shares those values and kind of has the same similar life plan to you, that can be really just like a good way to start out a relationship on solid footing. Um, because you can't really, you're not going to change anybody. Um, and you shouldn't change anybody because they're who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes back to what we were just talking about with that sermon. Either the person's going to double your life experiences or they're going to cut it in half. Mm-hmm. If if you both are selling yourself short to try to make it work, mm-hmm. then like you said, both people are losing that situation. Right. You're cutting yourself in half. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, find that person that, I mean, easier said than done, I guess, but find that person that really compliments you. And instead of feeling like you're sacrificing yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so those are kind of the, the, the big takeaways um, that we have when it comes to like healthy relationships in general, stuff we kind of have learned along the way um, through the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really wanted to hit on this too before we get out of here. Um, and we are going to hop in a time machine, okay? <laughs> so I want you now as an almost... 26 year old almost holly's birthday coming up next week (laughs) be sure to happy be sure to wish her a happy birthday on november 17th yeah this might be coming out right after it'll be on wednesday so this will be on the 18th so when you're hearing this i'm a 26 year old lady you're right (laughs) so 26 year old holly um looking back now you're talking to previous holly so a single Holly, um, or before, before time, before, yeah, the before, we call our time before we met each other, the before time. So, yeah. um, anytime, it's before, a very dark time. We don't like to talk about <laughs> before it we much. had met, um, what are some things <laughs> that you would, um, teach yourself? Um, so we can go maybe like one each, we can keep going back and forth. Okay. Um, I would say like, first of all, like kind of get to know yourself, like do a lot of self-work um and figure out what those things are that are important to you because like we were saying before when you're trying to find someone that matches up with you um you have to know yourself first to really be able to make that happen so get to know yourself as much as you can do some journaling or however you however you process things Mm -hmm. yeah and 
as you're listening to these, I want you to maybe if you pause as we kind of go through each of these and kind of self-reflect because you might be single listening to this. You may be just starting to date someone or maybe you've been married for four years to someone and you have kids mm-hmm. um, or maybe you've been married for 30 years <laughs> and you're listening to this. But yeah. um, I think these are still things that uh, you should, again, resubscribe to every day. And mm-hmm. I like that. And I think we're going to have a lot of overlap between ours. I know. I think we will too. Um, I, I'm going to take a sip of your water. I'm like, <laughs> that's got you through. I said the same thing in a different way. I said, chase yourself and not others. So <laughs> I think that a lot of times when you're single, you're constantly trying to chase a relationship or chase someone Mm-hmm. Um, and for some people, it's just the thrill of the chase. Like mm-hmm. I want to find someone, I want to go through this process of meeting someone, getting to know someone, whatever it may be. Um, but in the meantime, you aren't focusing inward on yourself at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the foundation you, you can't, um, others like, you know, can't fully love you. Um, unless if, if you know who you are and what your interests are. And that goes to what you're saying. Like if your values aren't aligning, um, if you don't know what your values are or what you're passionate about, then you're never going to get that um, out of yourself. So spend, if you are single, it sucks sometimes, but then there are times where like, you're like, yeah, hell yeah. I'm just going to embrace this. Yeah, I'm going to learn more about myself. That's when I took a bajillion trips um, every other weekend. Yeah. And be empowering. You have to like learn so much about yourself and I'll never forget. Um, I moved to Cincinnati and I was single and I decorated the heck out of my apartment um, for Christmas. And I carried this huge 10 foot Christmas tree, (laughs) tied it up to my car by myself, drove it home, unloaded it, put it in the, in the apartment and like decorated and everything. And I just like sat back. Um, you don't know how tough being single is until a riser on your bed falls off oh and God. you have to put, cause I have like risers to put shoes underneath <laughs> my bed. Yes. You have no idea how tough being single is. Being single is trying to lift up a king size bed by yourself. By yourself. I'm laying <laughs> yeah. on the floor underneath the bed Gosh. and I'm pushing with my back against the floor, trying to lift the bed with my body and oh. my feet and like swing a riser underneath the leg to kind of keep upright. But those little moments you look back and you're like, I did that. And I did it, I did it by myself and I'm Mm -hmm. proud of myself. Um, And you kind of build yourself up and then build up your confidence. Once you are feeling good, then that's probably when you're going to find someone. Yeah. When you're not looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say another thing in addition to that is that, um, don't try to be someone that you're not. Um, so like, I think it's pretty easy, like, especially if you really like someone to start like thinking like, well, I think that they would like me if I acted like this, or like, if I dress like this, or if I like talked in this way, even though I don't usually talk that way. And I wouldn't do that because like, you're not going to be able to keep that up forever and probably not even for very long. Cause it'll kind of, you know, and then they're getting to know someone that's not even you mm-hmm. and you want it to be someone that you want to feel comfortable, like bringing them around your family and your friends. And you want that person that your family and your friends know to be the same person that they fall in love with. So that's super important um, yeah. to totally be yourself and like, and it's vulnerable. Cause you're like, Oh, well, what if they don't like me? But it's important because, you know, maybe, maybe you're not for them, but that's okay. And then you'll just try talking to somebody else and then you will be that person for somebody else. Um, that's the right person. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's one, I think that's super important. Yeah. I love that so much because it's just so much effort to, to not be yourself yes. and you're putting on this facade constantly. Eventually they're going to find out <laughs> yeah. who the, re- the real you is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Like if you're pretending like, Oh, I don't, you know, like it's, blah, it's, blah, 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 but then you do blah, blah, blah. Right. Like for me that the blah, blah, blah is farting. So like when we first met, <laughs> I was trying to be courteous and I didn't fart. And she As probably, she probably thought I, I didn't know how to fart or something. <laughs> I thought he had a medical condition. To yeah. Be honest. And then now she knows that I fart. So, and, and our relationship is better for it. Yeah, um, it for me at least. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, I love that, babe, because it's, it's so true. You have to be yourself fully. And that leads me perfectly into my next point. Um, so what I would tell uh, previous Josh, the before time Josh, is don't settle. Oh, that's a good one. And I think this is something that I actually did a, a fairly decent job of. So growing up, I was always teased for not having a girlfriend and for not being in relationships. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't have any relationship really um, from like high school through college. Um, and I had opportunities where I could have been in them. But at the time I was just like, this does not seem like something that I'm not fully into this. And gosh, a lot of times those high school relationships anyway, like what are they actually going to be? In the long right, run? really dramatic. Right, right. <laughs> Even in college sometimes because there's just so much going on and everything's moving so quickly. Yeah. Um, you have so many things going on. But I always told myself like, don't be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. And I think right. a lot of people do that. Oh yeah. And um, I think this is me in my opinion, but I think a lot of people don't know themselves or they don't want to um, like they, maybe they want to hide something about themselves or maybe they're um, they're not confident in themselves and so they're just trying to gain more self-confidence by being in a relationship or whatever it may be they're mm -hmm. not proud of themselves or whatever it may be yeah um, it's but, kind of like an escape like you're like hiding yourself in this thing like it's yes. your identity somewhat yeah and it makes it really difficult to say, like, say it's a high school relationship, it doesn't work out. And then all of a sudden you're, that's your identity mm -hmm. and you don't want that to happen. You want to have your own identity. Mm -hmm. So that way you have some feet to stand on. Yeah. Um, and you want to know yourself too. Yeah. And I don't know if I said that you said that so much better than I did. I, I don't know if that sounded bad or not, but no, it sounded perfect. Um, yeah. I just, I, and there's nothing wrong with being in relationships um, at, at that age, but I just feel like some people, um, they kind of do that to kind of, to progress through because they, they don't know too much about themselves. And so while everyone was making fun of me, I was like, you know, well, like, <laughs> I'm just going to like know who I am and be confident in myself. Um, and yeah, I, I, I didn't want to, uh, really invest in someone and in a relationship because I didn't want to lead them on or whatever it may be, um, if I wasn't fully in that. And if someone checks, you know, two of the five boxes, that's, that wasn't uh, a comfortable spot for me. So I wanted to just sit and wait. And I was like, you know, I'll, I'll find that person. And then <laughs> you just came into my life and everything was good after that. So um, if you're in a relationship that you, um, you are, not quite sure where you see it in five years or there are parts that make you uncomfortable or whatever it may be <clears throat> and you don't see uh, it as 50 50 and mm -hmm. you don't see it doubling your life then maybe this is something that you should consider um, is am i settling right now just because it's what i've been doing for a while mm -hmm. and that's an uncomfortable thing to think about but i challenge you to or communicate. Um, yeah, something. Yeah. And if you're in a, yeah. and if you're in a good relationship, it goes back to what I was saying about like the daily subscription. Also don't settle to just doing the bare minimum or doing the same old, same old, um, mm -hmm. switch it up. So that's one of mine as well. Yeah. That's a really, I really like that one a lot. And I think, um, one other thing is while you shouldn't settle for someone, you also have to remember that everyone is human. Um, so there won't be like, there's gonna be some things that you disagree about. Um, and those are kind of just the fun things about a relationship to kind of figure out like, okay, like we don't, we disagree about this and we bicker about this maybe, I don't know, like older couples tend to do that. It seems like every once in a while, but ultimately you just have to see, you know, this is something that we are investing in together. Like this is something that is the most important is that we're together and that we have each other and that we have each other's health and that mm -hmm. we have like maybe our future kids and all of that. Um, those are the important things. And then everything else is kind of just like a wash, you know, like yeah. a, there's going to be things that happen along the way that you have to um, communicate about and move on. Um, 
Like don't just give up on a relationship just because something difficult happened or you disagreed about something. Um, Cause ultimately it's those important things that matter. It's those big picture things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Keep your eyes on the big picture. Know that there's going to be battles, mm-hmm. but then if you're getting through it together, um, not going to bed angry and those sorts of things, then um, you can survive those, those rocky waves throughout life. Yeah. I love that. We'll have to re-record this when we're like 30 and 40 and 50. <laughs> or maybe do one in a couple of years where there's like kids yeah. screaming in the background and running around. Yeah. I feel like we're not warranted experts yet. We just got married like what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, ago yeah. <laughs> so and if you're working, take it with like, a grain of salt. Oh um, but my last one though that I have, and then if you have any other ones is, I think the most important thing with this is like you have to love yourself. Yes. So wherever you are, as you're listening to this right now, um, again, you could be in a, a multi-year relationship. You could be single as hell and <laughs> you have not had any prospects in a while. Um, it all starts with the foundation of self-respect mm-hmm. and you're not going to be in a healthy relationship if you are not um, taking care of and respecting yourself. Mm-hmm. And this is not easy. Um, and I don't mean in this in the cocky way, because um, I feel like we're both pretty like humble people. Um, but like you should care enough for yourself to have self-respect for and looking for someone that will take care of you. So there's an example. Mm-hmm. If you love yourself, you that. yeah, if you love yourself, you know what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, if you love yourself, then you know your, um, your, uh, the things that make you uh, the best version of yourself. And you, you know, the things that make you the worst version of yourself, you know, the things that, um, can kind of annoy you, your pet peeves, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what you're super passionate about. What are those things that you could stay up all night talking to your partner about? Mm -hmm. Um, it could be sports. It could (laughs) be, um, the bachelor on ABC, (laughs) not a sponsor. It could be, um, uh, volunteer work, or it could be social justice, or it could be if you're like Holly and you play every musical instrument that's ever been invented. (laughs) Um, but whatever those things are, like you have to know what you love doing. Um, Mm -hmm. and if, if you know that, then you know that like you can get through a lot of stuff. Um, And then your partner is there doubling your life. So mm-hmm. um, just appreciate yourself wherever you are in this journey. Um, because if you don't have self-respect, then it's hard for anyone to, to help you from there. Yeah. And if you feel like you're in a place where you don't have self-respect, then this could be an action time to, to do some things for yourself. Like maybe try a new experience that you've never done before. Like it could literally be like, I don't know, you could like go shoot a gun at a gun range or like you could go um, horseback riding or you could go on a hike on a trail that you've never done before without your GPS and do things that will make you be like, wow, I did that. And like, like something that makes you feel maybe kind of scared and you'll get through it. Yeah, I never thought of that. Like you could go like um, skydiving. Skydiving like too, yeah. Rocky Mountain climbing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you could go like, even like it's not scary, but just like trying a new like recipe in the kitchen. Yeah. Or, or like, like 2.7 seconds um, on a bowl named Fu Manchu. <laughs> yeah. I Recipe's think song lyrics. Do. No. Well, I mean, if you love deeper. <laughs> what? I don't know. No, I don't either. Must be going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a goofy husband, y'all. <laughs> i just hope that everyone gets the chance to live like they were dying it's just i swear i feel like that's a song right <laughs> no? no i don't think so i swear man it sounds like a song <laughs> well gosh well yeah i think that's to be the message we we end on is love yourself and if you don't love yourself then then figure out how to love yourself because that's so important you gotta love yourself mm-hmm. And, and maybe seek out um, a therapist. That's like, do not be ashamed to do that. That's like super important. I am a therapist. So 
go find a therapist because <laughs> the therapists are great. Yeah. And if you're with Mr. or Mr. or Mrs. or the right person, um, then they should help you in loving yourself because when you're with the right person, they love you for you and they love you um, fully. And uh, it's, it's something that it kind of gives you the, the board to stand on and kind of shake yourself off and be like, yeah, I, okay, I guess I do do some things right. Or there are some things mm -hmm. that I should appreciate about myself or whatever. So yeah. um, if you're with that person, then they can kind of help you in that, in that as well. Yeah. Sometimes it's like in your blind spot and you can't see it and your the right partner will be like the one that is kind of like a mirror. Like they can tell you the things that they see and you're like, really? Like, I never thought that about myself. And then it's just like such a nice experience to have someone that sees those beautiful parts of you that you didn't even think mm -hmm. that people would even like about you. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we thank you for following us along this journey. Um, we hope that you took some stuff out of this. And again, um, no matter where you are um, in this situation, if you're currently searching and feeling like you're not um, getting anywhere and you kind of keep hitting a brick wall, um, maybe you don't want a relationship and that's totally fine as well. Um, because if you love yourself, then, um, then you can be in a good spot still too. Mm -hmm. um, or if you're with someone and you've been with someone, um, hopefully some things stuck out to you to kind of spruce it up a little bit, um, get out of your comfort zones and, and try some things to keep your relationship fresh. So yeah. any last things you want to add? I, I follow coffee meets bagel on Instagram. Like they have like an Instagram and they have like the cutest like tips and like videos and like the founder of coffee meets bagel always gets on there and talks about like some like stories about like oh this is like a really great way to meet someone or they'll have like little meet and greet kind of things that you can do that are kind of lower pressure on zoom so if you're like it's cool yeah i i just saw that on instagram and i thought that was such a neat idea um so yeah i'm a big advocate for coffee meets bagel <laughs> obviously i love it <laughs> well love yourself love, yeah, love your yourself. partner and we will see you next week on figuring it out